Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Boston, this is the WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. WEEI, Shime, Lanny, Garvin, Full House with you this morning on a rainy, dismal Saturday. Guys, it's how we doing? Sat- it's every Saturday, Saturday we used to. It's every yeah, Saturday. you know, but the last couple Saturdays were nice. been pretty nice. Really nice. So, you know, one rainy one, and at least it's not snow. No, right? at least it's not snow. Uh, and the good news, Ryan... Yes. Celtics got to win last night. Yes, and you would think. Uh, see, I blame the Patriots for all the bad weather. I'm like, gee, maybe, yes. maybe if we the, come in they here. They bring the dark clouds. And we have a nice sunny disposition. The, the weather won't suck ass every time I wake up to come in here. But no, that doesn't seem to be the case. But the, the Celtics continue to dominate. Are you guys into the tournament yet? No. no. I'm still waiting for that. Ah, I, I finally understand what all the hullabaloo is. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm with it. You don't like it? I mean, not that I don't like it. I just I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's it's cool. Hey, the Celtics are two and zero in the in season tournament. Hey, look at these flashy new courts. But it's like, no, my team improved to ten and two in the regular season is more important than I think. I think Rich Keefe's show summed it up pretty well this week when he asked, "Would you rather win the in season tournament or get five bucks?" I'll take the five bucks. Yeah, they still get get a foot long. Can you still get a foot long for five dollars? I don't know, but I know inflation. You can get you can get a lot for five bucks at McDonald's. I know that. Yep, five bucks. Yeah, I'll take the five bucks all day. I learned something about this. Ooh, tell us. What this, did you learn? So it, it, this is sort of my entire issue with this NBA tournament is I don't feel like the premise has been well explained because I honestly don't know how much of the people involved really understand what's going on. But apparently point differential is a tiebreaker, which is kind of neat. So the idea that you want to win by as many points as possible, which will determine your seeding, I guess, in these quarterfinal rounds is kind of an interesting premise. Like, normally, blowouts in basketball, at least from a gambling perspective, can be brutal. They can absolutely ruin your night. In this instance, though, they actually work for the team. So if you assume a lot of these teams going into these knockout rounds in December are going to be, you know, whatever it is, 4-0, 5-0, I think, if they play 5 So you're going to have a lot of undefeated teams. So the more points you win by, the I guess the better seeding that you're going to get, I think. That part of it hasn't been explained, but that was just something that just kind of popped up. I'm like, oh, cool. 
some of these teams have already played three games, and I don't know. I consider myself a fairly avid basketball fan. Uh, I would assume that like I would have heard this by now, but I don't think that's been the case. But other than that, like yeah, it's. I don't know if I've noticed that the games are particularly more intense, despite the fact that every single announcer is like, "Oh boy, these games are re- you can really feel it now." And I'm just like. See, I just turn huh? on the game. What? And it's just basketball. It's, like it's, it's a November right. game in Toronto. There's yeah. nobody there. You see There's the nobody there. You see the court, you're like, oh, it's an in, in, in tournament game. Neat. All right, cool. I, I hate At least the, the Toronto line. one was sustainable. The other ones are just so bad. What was the uh, What's the all purple one? Um, That's uh, Utah, I think. Yeah, Utah's. That one is disgustingly bad. See, what, have what, you seen the New Orleans one? It's like purple with like a neon green tint. What bothered me last night was the whole bottom half of the court, like the bottom part of your TV screen, was just glare. Yep. It went from this color to this color to this color. I'm like, all right, this is this is a little much. I don't know why they didn't just put the dark stripe down the middle. It can be a little tough. Like, I think the, the Denver Nuggets for me have had the worst because they wear dark blue jerseys on top of a dark blue floor. Oh. So sometimes if you're not really paying attention, it, it just it looks offsetting like it's tough to to distinguish what exactly is going on when the jerseys blend in like you don't see like grass green football jerseys on a grass green (laughs) turf like you never see that why because it's not pleasant to look at you can't see anything all white hockey jerseys on that they like they don't wear white skates anymore for that reason because you can't see anything if you went to flip to that game last night not knowing the celtics were playing the raptors if you watched it quick you would have thought they were playing the paces it looked. It like, looked like those paces alternate. Look, I said the other day, Lanny, that the Celtics looked like they were playing a a, a Milwaukee Bucks home game, right? Jersey and, and court. court, right? And I thought too, like I'm like because I, I remember seeing the photo online of the court. I'm like that is just dark green, and I thought it was it looked very much like mm-hmm. the Bucks kind of green. But I'm like, okay, no, that's just the Celtics screen. There's just so much of it. Every player that that has been asked about is like, do you feel like this is more intense? I'm like, yeah, it's like I, I want to win every game. It's a regular season game. I'm a it's, professional no athlete. My job, in theory, is to go out there and be competitive and beat the other team. That's what you pay me for. You're not going to incentivize probably like the top 100 players in basketball by an extra 500 grand. Yeah. Sam Hauser, he's like, "Yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm in. Let's win. Let's go. Let's go. Vegas. 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 Like trust me, uh, Svi Mikhailuk is psyched about the opportunity to win $500,000. I don't think Jalen Brown is like, "Oh yeah, this is really going to make or break my season, yeah, fellas. Especially after the Supermax. This is going to be really <laughs> great for me. Ooh, I, I was, whoo, boy, those bills were coming up, and I was getting nervous. I was eating peanut butter right out of the jar because I had nothing but $500,000. You better believe I am going to play super hard for you. No. I love it. I love it. It's been fun. Like, you know, it's, and this is like as we get into the Patriots later on in the show, like I, it makes me appreciate the Celtics and the Bruins, by the way, that much more. I'm not completely ready to jump into Bruins season yet because we're still, like, I, I guess the Celtics or the uh, the Patriots still have a little bit of life in them and the Celtics are entertaining every single night. The Patriots still have life in them? I, I mean, as far as like a talking point, I'm not oh, saying okay. like, the fact season. that they'll be Fair. on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Crazy? What is that? What are we doing? It's 8 a.m. on a Saturday. No, absolutely not. So I can appreciate like the Celtics like playing as well as they are tournament games or 
otherwise. The fact that they can find ways to beat the 76ers uh, without Jalen Brown or Kristaps Porzingis. Awesome. Even though the, you know, Philly just played a back-to-back the night before. And the new rules in basketball say you can't rest. Trust me, Joel Embiid would have been sitting that game, too, like Jalen Brown, who had an <clears throat> injury, and Kristaps uh, Porzingis, who probably does uh, have a conclusion. Jalen Brown had a non-COVID illness. Yes, even, yes. Even less of a reason <laughs> that he was in here. Exactly. I'm sick. <laughs> Guys, I have a what's, temperature of 99.1. What's your, What are your symptoms? Well, it's mid-November. Okay, I completely understand. A little bit of a you cough, a little bit down. of the sniffles. See, yep. the problem with, with these new, <laughs> uh, uh, to, to combat uh, uh, load management, that's the term, to combat load management, the NBA is saying you can't rest your players on back-to-back nights in these in-season tournament games. So, th- hey, there's a sunny side of that. And on national games. And that game on Wednesday in Philadelphia was an ESPN game. So Joel Embiid's already out there. He's like, I've already played... 40 minutes the night before. I got to play 40 minutes again. I got to face the best team in the league. And, and they the were back going. Back. Um, playing, you know, the best team in the league. They are the best team in the league. It's so, it's been entertaining from that standpoint. It really does make me appreciate it uh, even more. And as we continue to make things up in this uh, realm of, of Boston sports, I have already determined that the Celtics will win a championship. I have made that up. Mm. See? There you go. See? We can be positive a here. Okay. Because they're going to win the they're, season. They're, one. Yes, okay, yes, they're going to win sense. that one. I get it. You're they're going to win that. One. that. There's got to be a parade. Oh, definitely. Road. Yeah, a Christmas Day parade, right? Can we do that? Why not? Would they do that? Well, they they play it. on Christmas, so maybe after Christmas Day, maybe like a New Year's Day parade. Do the Can Celtics hang a banner? No, mm, they should banner seventeen and a half. Put it in the concourse, maybe by like the pizza stand. Yeah, there it you just. Go. We won the in season tournament. We can't Because, like, they get deal it. with real championships. There's a ton of real championship banners up there. Do like, we get a stick? Yeah. Do we hang a sticker a, somewhere? How maybe? many teams in the league do you think would actually hang a banner? Oh, a lot. A lot of them. A lot of them. The Indianapolis Colts. But we're talking about Celtics here. I think the Celtics aren't hanging a banner. The Lakers aren't hanging a banner. The Clippers, you know? the Clippers are hanging a banner. Uh, the Pelicans. Somebody mentioned the Pelicans. I think they would hang a banner. Yep. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Cuban likes that that glamoury crap. I think he would. Have, yeah, I think there's plenty of teams that are like, you know, this is a big deal for us. We want the end. What legends tournament. do you bring in if you win the in tournament? You know what I mean? Like if you're raising a banner for the Celtics, like Penny for, Hardaway in yeah. to, to, to raise a banner. Uh, like, Glenn Davis is not available. Not he might a, not be available sorry. for the next ten to fifteen. Yeah, he might not be available uh, for twenty years. Uh, I mean, Eddie House is always hanging around. You bring in Eddie House and, and like Paul Pierce. I constantly see Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett chopping it up about basketball these days. I'm sure you can get one of those guys will paul pierce in there high as a kite sunglasses on to you know get the little banner up there it'd be adorable why not as we've been talking about so far this morning the celtics gonna win last night in the in-season tournament over the toronto raptors 108 105 Derek white hit the uh game winner uh towards the end of the game they're on a nice little dime from drew holiday can i can i just say drew holiday is amazing i love this guy i don't come on over the vibes coming just emanating from drew holiday are immaculate you like them uh it's so good i Ryan, it's night and day from Marcus Smart. Did you, did you even, not like Marcus Smart, or is it? I was kind of like meh on Marcus Smart. I like gotcha. I, I didn't. I was definitely not in the love camp. Right. Like I thought he was fine for what he was, but I thought people overrated what he was a lot yeah, of the yeah. time. So that kind of got me frustrated. When it comes to Drew Holiday, man, the guy can. The guy can just ball. He does everything. He can. He can facilitate. He can. He can rebound. He can score a little bit. He just does. Every I love this guy so much, and it just 
it adds a whole different just uh, uh, to use a wiggy word, je ne sais quoi, to the rest of this team, just in general, right? Like it's just the energy, the the feeling around this Celtics team this season a, is so different than the last couple years. It's this adult presence, which I think this team has has desperately needed yeah. from, je ne sais from quoi. that position. Uh, Jermaine, good morning. Um, it's it's really funny because you know I think. Maybe a week, two weeks ago, Jones and Mego with Arcan are big cue at two. We were asking after Jason Tatum, which is obvious, like who is the second most important Celtic? I personally think that it is Drew Holiday. I think that what he does when this team tends to go into their weird, like offensive slumps, which look every team is going to have his ability to get to the basket and post guys up is something that I've always wanted Marcus Smart to do more of, and for whatever reason, he never did it. I think I'm similar to where you were, Shime, with Marcus Smart in the sense that like, I liked a lot of what he did, but I think like we were overvaluing the wrong aspects of what he was supposed to bring to this team. And I always wonder why he never worked more around the basket. He's like, I'm a sharpshooter just like you guys. I'm like, no, you're really not, man. No, you're not. And like, Drew Holiday's a good shooter, but Drew Holiday knows, like, I'm stronger than the majority of guys that are going to be covering me. I'm just, okay, we need a basket. I'm going to, I'm not looking at Tatum. I'm not looking at Brown. I'm not looking at Porzingis. I'm putting my head down, and I'm going to the basket, and I'll post up. He's got that little lefty hook, like, right over, uh, like, the free throw stripe, which is really, really nice. And I think, like, that kind of stuff is important for this team. If your coach is going to just let you go, all right, guys, you figure it out. You need to I'm be not able to calling a timeout. Drew Holiday is absolutely the kind of guy who has been able to settle this team down. Like, no offense, Al Horford, but for whatever reason, the mature vibes that you're supposed to bring this team don't always seem to translate. So maybe with this combination of Drew Holiday and uh, Derek White, who, my goodness, continues to just play at a very high level. I, I remember the, the, the preseason rankings of players coming out and going, Derek White's not a top 100 player? Huh. Okay, I think that's a little off. I don't. I, he's not like a top twenty player, but not to be not a top one hundred player. I think is really undervaluing his skill set and all he has done since since popping out kid after kid after kid is just <laughs> go out there and have that big dad energy when he, he's he's been tremendous. It's Derek White is right again. Uh, yes, thank you, uh, Drew. Yeah. Drew Carter. Drew Carter. Drew Carter. Everybody. Drew Carter. Um. It's it's a work in progress, and it's really fun to kind of just see where this team is going to be. They've already won 10 games this year, and there have been times, even Joe Mazzola last night was like, we didn't, we're not the best version of ourselves. No, I mean, you look at Tatum, he was one of 11 from three, not and, an and I think night. that's one of the things I've noticed immediately, mm. is that like in past games and past seasons, if Tatum isn't lighting it up, and Jalen Brown isn't just like dropping 40, you're kind of screwed. Dunsky. But now it's there's so much more of a balance, right? Last night Tatum put up 17. He was one of 11 from three, but and he didn't it, go to the free throw line at all. Yeah, he, he literally didn't go once, and but it didn't matter because you have a guy like Porzingis gets 14, J uh, Derek White gets 13, Drew Holiday adds 14, then Jalen Brown gets his 23, and it's like everything kind of balances out because there's ability at every spot on the floor to get points in one way or another. Right, yeah, it's become, <clears throat> excuse me, more 
they 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 found balance. You know, last year was more of a depth thing. Now they're getting a little more balance from something from everybody. Like back to Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday, I think, is filling gaps. Has the ability to. All right, we need a we need a stop. Here's a block. Here's a steal. We need a guy who's what's good about the the gods is just like Ryan had mentioned. They're not afraid to go to the net. I like I love that Drew Holiday goes to the net and doesn't yell like Marcus Smart did on every layup trying to grab a foul. You know what I mean? It's just these two these two small guys are just doing such a great job being able, especially for a team or a sport that loves to shoot three pointers. You know what I mean? So you have these two guys that aren't afraid to dot to the net, leaving your shooters wide open. It's, it's, well, the perfect example of that was the the play there at the end of the first half, where oh. Drew Holiday darts to the hoop, dishes it. Then it gets kicked out to Tatum for a wide open three. Yeah. It absolutely buries Holiday it. Holiday to White to Jason Tatum. I'm like, they're winning a championship. Yeah. Right there. That play. I think that I play. Think I'm like, I'm in. I'm a green teamer. Da 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 when you look at this team right now, they're point differential. They're almost lapping the competition. They're, they're scoring, outscoring teams by almost 13 points. Give them a month. I'm telling you right now, Celtics fans, you have not seen anything from this They're team. still working things out. Like, they're still, again, this is still a new group. As good as they look right now, this is still a new group. They're still figuring each other out a little bit. Like, the only kind of consistency here is Tatum, White, and Brown, but like that Porzingis holiday mix is very new, and and so they are going to just start finding a rhythm and a level of basketball that I don't think we've really seen here in quite a while. I don't know if they win that game last year. If they, they give up a, a lead like that, if, if Joe Missoula has the wherewithal to get these guys in a position to where they need to be to win this game, I, I think that you know, in-season tournament intensity, whatever. Like, you know, I we, I know we spent the first five minutes of the show goofing on it, but if it's working for them, it's working for them. And I, I really think, guys, give them a month, give them a month and a half, and, and we're really going to get a good idea of, of how dominant this team is. See, nice positive sports segment to Woo! open the day. Look at us go. 617-779-7937 if you want to weigh in on the Celtics. We will get in a smidge of Bruins and then some Patriots thoughts coming up here on the producer show this morning. But first, Joe Braverman will get you caught up with what's trending. Gresh and Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, as we talked about in that first segment, it was near disaster for the Celtics as they led by 16 at halftime over the Raptors, but fortunately held on in Toronto. Final score, 109 103 Celtics on top. They moved to 2-0 in group play of the in-season tournament. Six of the seven Celtics that played scoring in double figures. Jalen Brown led the way with 23, but was not happy with how the in-season tournament court looked via his slip at the end of the game. Court was just slippery, you know, all game. And, you know, I think we're all, as players, we're all here for the in-season tournament because, you know, it's going to generate, you know, revenue, excitement, competition, etc. But, um, tonight, I thought the floor was kind of unacceptable. I think guys was just slipping all over the place, not just me. He did say post game along with Joe Mazzula that he was okay. Now at ten and two, the league's best record and winners of five straight, the Celtics will continue their road trip this Sunday in Memphis against the last place Grizzlies. They won't have a reunion with former Celtic Marcus Smart. He has been ruled out for the next three to five weeks with a right foot sprain. The Bruins are also back in action after four days off. They'll host the Canadians at the Garden tonight for a 7 o'clock puck drop. This comes a week after Montreal defeated Boston on their own home ice in overtime 3-2. to 
No Patriots this week. They are on their bye week. They'll return to facilities on Monday. They get ready to face the New York football giants. The big injury out of the NFL yesterday, Joe Burrow with a fracture and a sprain in his wrist. He is out for the season for the Bengals. And the Red Sox got their season offseason started early as they traded infielder Luis Arias to the Seattle Mariners for right-handed reliever Isaiah Campbell. This marks the first move in the Craig Breslow era. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the WEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. WEI, Shime, Lanny, and Garvin with you this morning on a rainy Saturday. We've been talking Celtics to kick off the uh, show. Um, I was going to take a call, but I don't know where the mouse is. Thank you, Billy. Oh. Uh, let's let's go to we <laughs> yeah, right. Tough tough job by me. It's not just touch uh, screen. Let's go. Yeah, I wish. Let's go to Darren in Belmont. What's up, Darren? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Can I say a quick thing about Bill Belichick and not get right into the Celtics? Sure. Please. What's up? I just I'm, I'm just tired of people bashing Bill. I'm a Bill guy. I just think football wasn't here until he got here with Bill, uh, Tom Brady. And I appreciate what he's done because I love football. Me and too. I never had a football team. I love football. And I never had a football team in my, my mid-60s. And it was misery. But now I'm just tired of the fans. The, everybody just bashing their guy. Whatever agree? he is, he has faults. That's all, all we do. But just give him a break and appreciate what we have. Um, the second thing is kudos to Brad Stevens. And what an amazing general manager. He's a better general manager than he was a coach. The trades he's made for this team. Do you realize all three of the players, Brogdon, Williams, and Smart, are all out in injuries right now? And yes. that we are rolling. We're not even at 30% capacity yet with this team. It's, they're still learning to play with each other. And we are very fortunate to have a five or six player rotation like we have. And it's only going to get better and a lot better. And it's going to be scary for the rest of the NBA. All right. Thanks for the call, Darren. It's a fair point. I mean, Brad Stevens, the, the whole. That whole front office did, in theory, a great job in putting this team together. And I will say, as far as Brad Stevens specifically goes, 
moving on from not only Marcus Smart, but Rob Williams, like I liked Malcolm Brogdon. I thought it was like, finally, you got a guy that can be a consistent scorer off the bench. Like you need that. Um, but namely Rob Williams and Marcus Smart, who I, I think were always two fan favorites, like to move on from both of those guys in one season, that is a risky move. Like say whatever you want about Marcus Smart. A lot of fans love that guy. A lot of fans love the part-time Lord. I thought Rob was good, but there was always going to be questions about his health. I like Marcus Smart. There's always going to be questions about his ability to be a consistent offensive contributor to this team and be more than just a heart and soul uh, you know, defensive stopper. Uh, it's worked out. It looks like it's really, really working out. And as far as like being tired of bashing Bill Belichick, like on a human level, I get what he was saying. Uh, uh, Darren, I think his name was. Uh, I completely get what he's saying. Like in this moment right now, it's it's kind of like rough. If you just look at like, man, like twenty plus years, like things were really great here. And it's, yeah, but there's it's, been so many bad decisions that oh, it's hard not of, to. Of like, course, it's, no, no, no. I understand why it's happening, but like to step back, like in a in Bill Burr's ideal world, this all ends like ugh. with sunshine and roses. Can we and stop everyone's with the Bill happy? Burr? Dude, and we're ne- and nobody's gonna fight anymore. You can't be pissed about a guy that brought you six Super Bowls. Yeah, I'm not allowed to think Shut up, that Bill the Burr. Patriots are bad, <laughs> and I'm Dang. not allowed to think that Bill Belichick has done an atrocious job building this football team because the Patriots sucked in 1994. And yeah, the Boston media is too critical of Bill Belichick because it's Rod kind of Rust and all these Literally other guys the job. The job were getting blacked out. And and nobody could see the games in the eighties or whatever, oh, and they were going to move the team before Robert Kraft bought it. I get it; things that weren't great. That whole conversation about him—they're going to fire him—is mm. just scuttlebutt. I had, it's, it's I, I, I really had a lot. My my biggest issue with that, you guys, is so that's if if you have not heard this, Bill Burr, who this all really started when Stiz Grimey, baby, Stiz shout out to Stiz Grimey, Rich Keefe's producer. Uh, caught up with Bill Burr at Comics Come Home and mm-hmm. asked him about uh, Bill Belichick. And he's like, well, that's cowardly that you would say that Bill- a lot of people are saying that Bill Belichick is going to lose his job. But what really makes me crazy is he goes on Rich Eisen's show and says all this stuff about it's nonsense, it's made up sports talk radio BS to generate phone calls. Quote, by the way, like he said that. And Rich Eisen's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. No pushback. In- Zero. Invented by the local radio where they were just like, it's just a time. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah, on, Ryan, can I ask you a question? Yes. Um, the latest report about Bill Belichick leaving the Patriots and going to a place like the Chargers. Is this time right now? Was that um, reported by someone like in Boston? Oh, oh, no, it wasn't. No. Oh, it wasn't? What? Gary Myers doesn't work in Boston? No. Oh, no. wow, yes, fabricated by the Boston media. But even if you, okay, fine. So even if you don't want to go with Gary Myers, who, sure. I think it would, I think it's very interesting that a guy who doesn't usually speculate about this stuff just out of the blue at this point right now when the Patriots are Besides at their lowest drop is dropping that in. Fine, look on past that. What really aggravated me about that entire segment with Bill Burr and Rich Eisen is Rich Eisen in this month alone, talked to Tommy Curran and Burt Breer, and they both got into this exact issue that we are talking about, Billy. The idea that Bill Belichick might need to figure out a future job because he is not going to be back here for one reason or the other. And Tommy Curran brought it up, and Burt Breer brought it up. And for Rich Eisen to just sit there and be like, well, my sidekick over here, he disagrees with you. Take it away, kid.
And he's like, I'm going to what? Like, we're doing this right now. You're just going to call me. You know, I, I got to sit here and go toe-to-toe with Bill Burr, who's such a diehard Patriots fan, yet clearly hasn't what Just, you know what? I really, like, want to – I love Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. He could not be – more wrong about this. Do you this. think like, he knows t- what the Patriots record is no, right now? No chance. <laughs> no chance. Wait, he looks out in Los Angeles. You're waking up at 9 o'clock in the morning to watch this horse crap? No. Really? Really? Check There's the no way. Phone. There's no way that Billy Red Fro was up at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning to watch the Patriots and Colts in Germany. Like, get out of here with Not that. Not only does that make sense, that is absolutely terrifying. I am such this a guy. big Bill Burr fan, but what, like all I would say is, Bill, douche. go talk to Patriots fans, Just, and they will tell you what is going on. This team is not was, good. They are in a the worst. was talking to a Patriots fan, talking to Stiz, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you got to assume that's sure. talking to a Patriots fan, and he asked about and it. He's and like, like, oh, Stiz is like, no, so no, he's going like, to give anybody else the same answer. Sorry that, that Stiz that's didn't go. Straw man yeah. It's just made up. It's cowardly. There's no names associated. Okay, fine. Ben Volan, Tom Curran, Burt Breer, Phil Perry, Mike Reese, Greg Bedard, uh, n- now Gary Myers, uh, Jeff Howe, Tom Pellicero, Mike Garofolo, Adam Schefter, Ian, Ian Rappaport. Like, how many names? How many Go names on down do you the need? list. They're all there. By the way, if we had that power... Why would we want to spend our time in this misery? Why wouldn't we make up a bit? We're literally just following the script that the NFL has provided for us. And the script says the good times are over. Top of page 97. Patriots. Week 10. Bye week. Belichick. On the hot seat. Matt Jones may never start again. Robert Kraft crying into his billions of dollars because the good times are over. That is what the script says, Bill Burr. Not that we're sitting here making stuff up to entertain ourselves, because why the hell would we pick this? Why the hell would this be the premise that we run in? I would love to sit and talk. Isn't it great? Oh, the Patriots won again. Bill Burr, uh, or Bill Belichick, he's going to live forever, and he's going to win uh, 500 games. He's, and then Tom Brady's going to come back, too, and they're going to win 12 Super Bowls. Robert Kraft is going to be the greatest story of all so time. Fun, 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 fun. No. That's not where we are. We are. A lot of people calling for Bill's job. Oh, are they? First of all, that is such cowardly journalism. No, it's not. I'm right here. Like it. Sorry, you didn't bring his bibliography right here. It's. It's so Shows have to be done every day. You have to talk about something. (laughs) Yeah, and the Patriots suck. So it's like imagine. Oh yeah, hit the show open. Hey, Belichick was awesome, huh? All right, good. All right, what's next? Like, great, what are we doing? Great job by the team this week, right? They got yep. a couple penalties, but you know, that's I know a, they lost. But they that's only a lost great no, 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 that's a great exercise. All right, Billy, favorite part of the season? Go. <sighs> exactly. Shime. <laughs> Mac Jones interception. Crickets. Joe. Anything? Yeah. No. This Nothing. is where we are right now. Ooh, if, good comeback win versus the Bills, right? Oh Everybody God. got all geeked up about that. Oh, my God. Matt Bills, jo- Bills look really good. Yeah, th- this team, ex- oh, that crackback block that Juju laid out in the Dolphins game uh, at the beginning of the season. How about Tremendous. that big rookie who got hurt in week three? Oh, the, oh, the good times. Good times are here to stay. Yeah, your best pass rusher got hurt, too. That was fun. No, and going back to, oh, and, and Christian Gonzalez was amazing for three games. I'm just going to sit and fantasize about what he's going to look like. 
like next year when he's wait. healthy and not live in the this reality. Def- this defense in 2024, man, they're going to be so oh, good. If I hear any person going into next year going, I think they can be an elite defense, I am going to jump out a window. <laughs> I mean, you also asked a comedian about it. It's true. No, he's a diehard Patriots fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can, find, you can find a diehard like Patriots fan anywhere. He seems like just a um, a a celebrity who claims to be a diehard Boston sports fan who, honestly, not sure if he keeps his finger on the pulse of Boston right. sports I never, very often. ever right. wanted Mark to. Wahlberg left the Super Bowl early. Yeah. yeah. Diehard Boston fan. I think he's better looking than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I can't debate that. Matt, and, and I don't know. Stiz, good looking Matt, guy. Yeah, but Mac would be a healthy guy, a uh, handsome guy if this was 1935. He was a child model. <laughs> he was a child model. Um, what the heck He'd was be I going to say? Perfect in the nuclear family. Yeah. He really would. He's yeah, yeah. he's got that perfect like square head and that perfect like, rock well cloth or whatever rock it is well with the hair. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A hurricane wind gust could not move that hair because it's like pomaded and a perfect. It, you know, he's walking out of the street to doo wop. You know, <laughs> have a nice suit on. You know, smoke come home from his. It's like he works with John Hamm. Yeah, a handsome guy that Mac. Yeah, just good walks and tosses the hat onto the coat rack as the wife is pulling <laughs> the roast time. out of the oven. Yep. It, it, as as it stands right now, no, I I really wish that it, all of us together. I don't know why we didn't talk about this. I blame Ken personally for not getting everybody mm-hmm. together to discuss what premises we were going to make right. up that weren't going to upset people. We need to fabricate. More. I would never want to tell anybody to stay in their lane because how else are you going to learn about anything that you don't know about? How else can you? Better yourself as a human being if you just stay in your lane. But as far as like Bill Burr sitting and, and lecturing Boston Sports Talk Radio on on what is an interesting topic and what we're doing, dude, to just make up phone calls is ridiculous. Lane. It's ridiculous. All it's Bill, watch one game. Watch one game. Listen, you're to welcome on game. Jones and Mego at six one seven 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 nine seven. Call nine, right three, now. It's fine. Seven. Yeah, you can come on. Anytime you want to talk sports, you're, you are, you have an, a standing invitation to WEEI. I'm the boss here. Now that Ken's in Montreal, I'm in charge. I'm saying, <laughs> Bill, you're welcome anytime you want. And we'll talk about the Patriots. You're going to learn a lot about this team. It could be cathartic for you. It could be educational. You'll talk. Maybe we'll even have you talk to some callers, too. Bill, love you, man. But, but. Like, what are you talking about? Can you about? be a diehard fan of a team without knowing what people are saying about it? No. In the, in the sense that, no. in the sense, well, I'm just saying in the sense that, like, Bill Burr, Patriots fan, maybe he doesn't care about what people on radio say. Maybe he doesn't care. You rattled off a dozen and a half names of people mm-hmm. that are talking about this. How many of those names does he know? How many times does he, you know, go to the Herald on the app or the Globe on the app to read about the stuff? Maybe he's just the simplest form of a fan where it's like, this is my team. I saw them be successful. Yep. And it's as simple as it could be. It could be just as simple as that where he kind of ignores all the stuff, uh, ignores people like us. Sure. Ignores the people that cover the team and just focuses on the team. So to him, he still sees them as an amazing team who are just struggling. If that's the case, though, then don't come out and say we shouldn't be talking about Bill getting fired. Like he's two and eight. It's not. It's not like they're they're five and five. They're or seven and three. They're or even four and six or whatever. They're two and eight. It's it. It is as bad as it's ever been. It's as bad as it's ever. And even people that said the premise was stupid, like Boomer Esiason in September, was like, "What an idiotic premise." He said that with you guys, Sean. What, what an idiotic, a moron, maybe a moronic, maybe that was already used. What, the idea that Bill Belichick is going to lose his job. Boomer, 
How do you feel now, man? It's November. This team stinks. Like they are the, literally, if not, they have to be the worst team in football right now. Especially since Kyler Murray's back. Oh, that that Cardinals team is legit going to oh, be Kyler, games now. Kyler Murray being back could be the reason the Patriots end up with the number one draft pick. You take care of business this week and lose to the Giants. You need to lose. Take care of business and lose. The, you get a number one draft pick because Kyler Murray is a is a good quarterback. The hardest thing in your life you're going to have to do is lose a football game to. Uh, Tommy DeVito. It's bigger than the Super That's Bowl. That's the this hardest. Is this, is, this is the biggest. I said it. It was my lead on the Greg the, Hill Show yes, yesterday morning. This is the biggest game in Patriots franchise yes. history. I, I like not even ironic. It's 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 true. It's the truth because all those Super Bowls, yeah, they were important. But you had Tom Brady, and at the end of the day, you were just going to win more than you were going to yeah. lose. It just that's the way it was. Post Tom Brady. Post greatest quarterback eraser athlete in the history of sports. This is the, like, there is no more defining moment for your franchise than right now. Because if you lose to Tommy DeVito, you guarantee, almost guarantee yourself either Drake May or Caleb Williams, which is going to set your franchise in the correct direction going forward. And if you don't, if you, if you beat Tommy DeVito, you're going to end up with, like, uh, Olu Fashanu, tackle out of Penn State, or, um, maybe if you're lucky, Marvin Harrison Jr., but who's throwing him the football? Because all these people now want, like, Gresh, want a veteran quarterback. What are you going to do? Pay Kirk Cousins? They don't pay people here. No, they don't. Nobody pays anybody. They don't. They, they Kirk never Cousins have. Kirk Cousins is making, like, $36 million in Minnesota. Which is 100% guaranteed money, right? Yes, yeah, it was that, a fully guaranteed contract. Guaranteed. <laughs> and don't forget, when they pay people, they pay the wrong people. Right. Exactly. They pay guys like Juju instead of paying Jacoby Myers, who proved he was successful they, in the system and good with your quarterback. They pay, it, it, they pay Trent Brown because he doesn't want to come to training camp. They pay Devontae Parker because he's bitching that DeAndre Hopkins came into the stadium. Like, this is... Lawrence Guy, Matthew oh. Judon, we're not going to do anything to help your contract, even though you've clearly been overplaying your value. But, like, Trent Brown and Devontae Parker, like... Come on down, you go, you come here, you. You've been so terrible for us. I'm gonna so like, I'll give you a nice pay buff. Yes. Who wouldn't want Marvin Harrison Jr. on their team? He's amazing. I don't deny that. I don't disagree with that. I would love that. But who's throwing him the football? Because what you have right now, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Will Greer. They all suck. In this iteration, you're gonna of, go get Josh Dobbs in the offseason? Uh, he would be more fun. At yeah, least we'd have be. fun with Josh Dobbs, I would love the to talk to Josh Dobbs, the pastor, not than this crap. After, in the post-Tom Brady era, I would say the Bills playoff game, Max rookie year, and Tom Brady's return in week four of, of Max rookie years, those have been the two biggest games for the Patriots. They pale in comparison to what this team is, is going to be doing uh, a week from Sunday. It, it it I know it's like fun to say it's the biggest game since the the 07 Super Bowl the 2011 Super Bowl between the Patriots and the Giants really it's Super Sean, Bowl part you, 3 you the just laid game. it out it like finally the <laughs> butterfly effect that can be had from winning or losing this game is I I can't it's even tremendous. state how significant it is because it really is going to determine the direction of right. your franchise going a, forward if you're taking the... a quarterback that could just completely alter the trajectory of this franchise versus a tackle like i you need tackles but my goodness like 
You might not have this opportunity. And look, I don't know what the quarterbacks in 2025 are going to be. Chances are the team isn't going to be like amazing in 2025 either. Like, if we're moving on from a coach and we're moving on from a general manager, we're moving on from a, a you're not going to pick up Mac Jones' fifth year option, I'm assuming. Like, this is going to take time, but you can really expedite that process if you find the right quarterback going forward. I really was hoping it was going to work out with Mac Jones. I just think that mentally, he's fried. He, he, deserves, he just doesn't have it. He deserves a, a chance to, to be a football player literally anywhere else. I don't even care if it's in Canada at this point. Just not yeah, he'll here. He'll go be a backup somewhere. Go, like fine. Sam Darnold's go, go backup. He'll go be a backup. Just go, go be happy somewhere because I can't fathom for a second it's, that he is happy in the situation that and he it's is so, in right now. It's so vital. Everybody always goes, well, first-round quarterbacks are never a guarantee, Shime. They're just, I mean, there's plenty of busts. Look at Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold. Yeah. And, and, uh, I get it. Josh Allen and I, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, even Jared Goff. <laughs> like, Jared Goff, as much as we crapped on Jared Goff for years about how it was all Sean McVay and all this and all that, like he's a legit. He might be. He might be the second or third best quarterback in the AFC right now or NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's legit good at football, and he was a number one overall draft pick for a reason because he had talent. And so you put him in a stable system in a stable position, and he's going to have success. And so like it's, I, I like Michael Penix, but like I don't want to have to fall into that. I I, I want to be able to get Drake May or Caleb Williams. The list of free agent quarterbacks next year currently. Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, oh Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Tyler Huntley, Josh Dobbs. Any of those uh, strike your fancy? No, no, but if you look at the price tag on them, it does. Oh, you know what I mean? Just look how it drops off because I'm looking at the same yep. list you are. Cousins, 35, Tannehill, 29.5, and then Brissett, 8. Ooh. Tyrod Taylor, 5.5, Mariota, 5. You know what I mean? So yep. it's, that's exactly what we're looking at here. We're looking at them bringing in Teddy Bridgewater at $3 Discount. million a year. Shopping in the bargain bin again. 617-779-7937. of quarterbacks. Uh, we'll continue with the Patriots when we come back here on the WEI Producer Show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the WEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. WEI, Sean Lanny and Garvin with you on this rainy Saturday morning talking Patriots and just the dysfunction going on there. And Ryan, I thought you brought up a really good question uh, during the break. So let's get kind of everybody's um, temperature on this here. Uh, Is Mac Jones starting at quarterback against the New York Giants a week from tomorrow? Uh, Yes, he is. Billy? He is, 100%. I'll I'll say no. I I wouldn't be shocked if he was. The script says for you. Yeah, the script. You're right. Sorry, I'm looking at my script here. I have it on a Google Doc. I know Gresh loves his Google Doc, so I I have it on mine over here. Um, Mac Jones not starting. Uh, I think it's going to be Will Greer. That's kind of where my head is at. I think it should be Will Greer. Um, We know what Zappy is. He stinks. Uh, He's just as bad as Mac. Uh, At least let's see what Will Greer is. Hell, I... I want Malik Cunningham. We're not going to get Malik We're Cunningham. Not get Malik um, Cunningham. I, I just it's 
It is a disaster. So what what makes you so confident that they will start Mac Jones against the Giants? Because I think this is uh, it's the the simplest explanation is usually the correct one Fair. in the sense that you know it's been his job all along. See the the narrative that I hear a lot of people throwing around, which I don't understand, is well you benched him with two minutes left in the Colts game. How can you go back to him? Simple, Mac, you're the starter, and you're going to go out there and play against the Giants because even though you've been playing like dog water this entire season, you give us the better, the best chance to win, which is what Bill Belichick, in theory, does week to week. At least that's what he tells us, and I think that is Mac Jones. I think if there was an honest, open competition, like everybody has wanted. Between Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, and Will Greer, Mac Jones would dust those guys because practice is not the issue. And this is what I was saying during the break. I don't think practice is an issue for him. I don't think game prep is an issue for him. I don't think that uh, checking and audibles, I don't think any of that stuff is an issue. When the ball gets snapped, something happens. and He falls apart. When we, we floated this out. Ooh, I uh, fall apart. Fall apart. Uh, we floated this out on Thursday, I want to say, on Jones and Mega with Arcan. Can a, a football player get the yips? Yeah. And you think oh, of, yeah. you think of guys like historically who have gotten the yips. Like uh, I think it was Mackie Sasser, the catcher. The baseball uh, was it Knobloch? Chuck Knobloch. John Lester throwing to first base was another one. Um, there's hockey players too. The I had a goalie in mind that I can't. Think Most of his recently, name. I think it was like Simone Biles at the Olympics. That, you yeah, know, right. getting the twisties. Um, you know, even like um, like Ben Simmons, like Markel Fultz, when and and Markel Fultz has fixed his issue. Point is, can it happen with a football player? And I think that is what we're seeing right now. Is is like we were talking about like what went wrong on that interception to Mike Gusecki, uh towards Mike Gusecki in the Colts game, and and Max' whole stance was just bizarre. And I think if you mentally cannot get your head around what is going on. If you have now turned into Zach Wilson, if you have now turned into seeing ghosts, Sam Darnold, that is going to wreck you physically. His good pal, friend of Jones Omega as well, and the biggest newsbreaker in the city, uh, Dan Orlovsky, has been complaining about his feet nonstop this year. And I think in large part, Shime, you two, two quarterback experts. I am right. And I think a lot of that has to do with his headspace right now. And I don't know if you fix that. The only problem I would have is if they tell Mac Jones, listen, you're going out there and you can just play fast and loose and free and whatever, and they start winning games, I'm going to be pissed. But as far as yeah, you, you happen, can't go worry. back to him, what, like, you, you think you can ruin him more? Like, the damage is done. The, the idea that you can't I, go I back to him based I, on when you benched him is ridiculous. Can I to stop me you? Because you already benched him nine times. The, pulling him in that Monday night football game last year was as bad as pulling him in that Colts game. We need, to, we need to stop using the word ruin. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over it at this point. Like, everybody blames Bill Belichick and the, and the Patriots for ruining Mac Jones. Mac Jones ruined Mac Jones. Right. Like, I Mac Jones is the one out there throwing 10 interceptions so far in 10 games. Not Bill Belichick. Right, Bill's not throwing like, the ball. Bill O'Brien's not throwing well, the ball. Obviously, like, the coaches aren't they're throwing not the yes. football, Billy. <laughs> but, no, my, they aren't? No. <laughs> my frustration, though, is that everybody consistently, constantly blames Bill Belichick for ruining Mac Jones. This season... Mac wanted everybody on the planet in the in the offseason prior to the season said, oh, all we need to do is get a legit offensive coordinator in here. We'll be fine. Everything will be good. Like, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. What did they do? They brought in the exact guy Mac Jones wanted, Bill O'Brien. Things got worse. 
Why? Because Mac Jones isn't that good. It's just, it. He turned. He he is what he is. Like it's it's been this way the entire time. The kid plays like he thinks he's Patrick Mahomes, when in reality he has the athleticism of me. Shine. Like it's he made the right decision on the Gasecki throw. What happened? He short-armed it. By Zach Wilson yeah. makes that throw. The reason Zach Wilson makes mistakes is because he starts uh, scrambling around outside the pocket Much, and then just airmail See, something. he thinks he's Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say something, Chime. You're right. Mac Jones is not that good. But he was not this bad. And that's, that's, that's why I, I say there that. has been a ruining. That Of course, Mac Jones is culpable. And yes, he is not. He is throwing the ball. I understand that completely. But something has happened this year, and I think... And this is the big thing that I would love to know. I, I think this goes back as far as the bye week his rookie year. Something happened after he was forced to hand the ball off three times. I don't know if he ever got over that. And I don't think that's right for him to do. If you're going to be Mr. Selfless, you got to get with the program sometimes. I'm not saying fall in line with what Matt Patricia and Joe Judge want you to do. But they came up with a game plan and you won the game. And I have this theory that he has been stewing on that ever since. And that just snowballed and that turned into where we are right now, which is something we'll explore at a later date. But yeah, I think that Mac Jones has been ruined and there's a lot of factors going into it. And I still think he's going to be your quarterback going forward. Well, that'll do it for us here on the producer show this Saturday morning. Uh, We will be back in exactly one week. Actually, are we all in next Saturday? Oh, it's holiday weekend. We're up in the air. But Probably not. We'll we discuss are, it. We are not. a week and a day away Thanks, from the Patriots Super Bowl of the season against the New York Giants and to Tommy DeVito. Uh, stick it right here for Curtis and Andy Hart coming up next right here on WEI. See ya. See ya. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.